0: Hello, yes, good evening. Welcome back to the ME7 podcast and our first official podcast of the summer. Yeah, it's been an exciting one uh, over the past few weeks. We've announced a European tour to Lake Como in Italy. A brand new kit has also been released with a brand new sponsor on the front of it. And of course, we have got all the rumors flying around that rumor mill. Yeah, we all definitely thought that Alfie May was gonna be unveiled on Friday, but no, it was a it was our golden boy Tom Nichols, which we definitely, definitely preferred in that kit. Um yeah, tonight we'll speak about the new kit, the excitement around it. We'll speak about the the European tour that uh Lake Como has to offer for Neil Harris's men. Um and of course, yeah, we will then speak about in more bit more in depth about the the flying rumours that are, uh, are around the place at the moment. Obviously, um, if 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 you want to dive into our, our transfer targets a little bit more, um, look at, look look at look at the page of the latest podcast where uh, where you'll find. Uh, i mean did a podcast with EFL expert Gabriel Sutton, and it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely well worth a a listen for sure. Um, yeah, we'll try and get we'll try and get Matt and and, and Justin and uh and that in uh, and see if they wanna have a have a chat tonight. Um yeah if you hear me sort of sniffing throughout the evening, um I have got hay fever like absolutely everybody else. Um it's 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 ridiculous at the moment. Um but yeah, my, my sort of thoughts on the kit. Um absolutely outstanding kit. Uh one of the best that we've we've had in a number of years. Uh, certainly, probably one of my favourite ever Jill's kits. Um, for sure, it's it's a beautiful kit. So very, very well done to everyone at the football club for 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 releasing that. And I was seriously impressed with the video as well that done, was was done by Nick from our friends at Block. So uh, yeah, serious, serious, well done to the football club, Matt. Uh, good evening, mate. You are in now. Hello.
1: How are you? Mate? Hello, buddy. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. So I was actually just quickly driving home from work. So I thought I'd, I wouldn't request until I got home.
0: That's right, mate. No problem. No problem. OK. Yeah, um, yeah a lot Lots has gone on since we've kind of um, stopped doing the sort of regular podcast. We've had uh, a brand new kit um, or, or, or a home kit and I know, I know the away kit and the third kit. Is coming along in the next few weeks. Um, we were obviously announced. We've announced that we're going to Lake Como in Italy. Um, Matt, yeah, let's let us let us start sort of right at the beginning, then. Um, uh, and and I guess um, yeah, like like going to Lake Como. What, what do you would you make of it?
1: Oh, I, I like the idea of uh, of going there. I mean, obviously. Um... I believe it's Dennis Wise is out there, the director of football over over in that uh, way. So I think, I don't know if obviously that's where the the links have come from, but yeah, I just think it's going to be quite nice. Obviously nice for the Jules fans to be able to go out there and and watch us play. We obviously, we don't know who it is yet, who we're we're playing, but yeah, I'm... I think it's a really sort of good forward step. It's not like it's just going over to to France, but you know we're going somewhere a bit nicer. Hopefully, the the weather will be really nice for all the fans going out there, and hopefully the Jills will be playing some great football with hopefully some new signings in the squad.
0: Yeah, I, I think if you if you look at it from a point of view of um, obviously it's great for all us us Jills fans to go over and everything else. But Matt, and why, in your opinion, is a European tour like that so important to? preparation ahead of the season?
1: I think the biggest thing for me is it's all down to the different style of football that you're that you going to come across. And also it's, uh, so if you do get a chance, say, if we play uh, uh, Como, obviously the, the, the local team, um, you know, it's going to be a different standard of football to what we're used to. So that's going to be really good prep for the guys. The other thing is it just gets, you get away. You get away as a group, the bonding's there. You don't feel as much pressure because you're not going to the training ground every week. It's a different change of scenery for the players, you know, and and hopefully, obviously, with some new players coming in, it's going to be a really great chance to get some bonding on neutral territory for them all, you know, and, and I think you say it's a brilliant idea, you know, taking the boys away. I'm I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, seeing what we do out there
0: yeah i think that's an excellent point i think the fact of uh the 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 getting away from sort of the busy lifestyle one and, and everything else that sort of would would probably surround the boys um leading up to pre-season and everything else being away being able to have that not only time on the pitch together but time off the pitch together um sort of in and around the hotel in and around the just just the the sort of day to day while they're out there i think they're flying out there on the sunday and then they're coming back Probably the first day or something like that after the game, um, but just to be able to do that for a number of days, just so Neil Harris can sort of really work on that team bonding skills and and Matt, people do say a lot a lot of the a lot of foot games and promotions and and everything else and, and success is sort of one half of it is probably one off the pitch, isn't it? With the amount of bonding and 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 how players get along, I suppose.
1: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. I think uh, you look at any sort of team that has gone on to 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 win a league or to win any kind of cup competition. It's the bond between all the players that have taken them sort of to that 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 level ultimately. Because it becomes like a sixth sense. You know where you know your striker's going to be. You know if you put the ball in, you don't even have to look. You know exactly where it's going to be, and that that comes by knowing your teammate and by having that really strong bond you know um look at um obviously, unfortunately, obviously he's now gone, but obviously look 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 at what Macker macker was doing, you know when he was whipping those balls in for nickels. um it was perfect, it was like he just knew there was that sixth sense, and ultimately that's that's what you want from your players, you want them to be out and sort of just get exactly where each other ones are because they know because they've worked and they as a team they've built up this relationship, and that relationship will ultimately hopefully go on, and well hopefully next year get gets promoted back into uh, into league one.
0: I suppose while we are on the subject, Matt, you just brought him up, Maka. Uh, when Stevenage then? went and signed the two-year deal with Stevenage, um, yeah, I suppose we've not spoken about it on the podcast since. Uh, yeah, just give us your thoughts on on Maka signing for Stevenage
1: then. Okay, so guys, please don't hate me for saying this. If he had signed, great. The fact he hasn't signed, I'm I'm not fussed. Yes. You know, he he was a great player. Um, he's obviously decided that he's wanted to go on and 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 look. He he was a great player for us. He will always get a great reception when he comes back, but he's decided to move on. I'm fine with it. You know, let's get somebody else in who's hopefully even better.
0: No, I don't. I don't think. I think that's a fair enough comment, Matt. I think. I think. Uh, I think you're probably not one of the only Jules fans in that ballpark. I think. Um, I was sort of in that ballpark of. He's done fantastically well for us in in League Two, um, but would we be sort of offering him a, a two year deal? Uh, probably not. Um, I'd, have de- I'd, I'd have definitely given him a given him a one. Um, I think he was excellent for us last season, but you. But I think people have got to realise that by giving him a two year deal, the club have then got to honour that two year deal, and hopefully. We're we're wanting in that first year of that two year deal to, to to be out of League Two, so then you're effectively then asking a thirty four year old matter to go and play for us in League One, and I presume Harris has then looked at that and gone, is it is it worthwhile?
1: Yeah, look, I'm. I'm going to say I'm going to say this. uh, Macca was definitely one of our better players last year throughout the entire year. And yeah, I am a little bit sad that he hasn't decided to stay with us. Uh, But look, at the end of the day, we move on. This is the thing with footballers. you might get them for one season. You might get them for four seasons. All we can do is remember how good they were when they played for us or how bad they were when they played for us and we move on. Um, As much as, you know, as I said, as much as you would have liked him to have stayed, the fact he hasn't, let's find, let's get another sort of decent uh, right-sided midfielder in who's hopefully a little bit better and hopefully we will cross some more uh, balls in for Nichols to hopefully score that header that we all know Owen's been uh, clamouring for him for, for some time.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I suppose on a a subject to end end with Maka, um, Maka has actually kindly agreed to to come on to the come onto the podcast to speak about his time at the jus um and and hopefully we're we're hoping to release that sort of towards the end of june start of july um once he sort of gets back off of his holidays and he's back in preseason he's kindly agreed that he wants to speak about um yeah his time at jules which is which is fantastic to to hear um yeah i, I suppose then go back to italy then matt um yeah it, it, it's different it's it's certainly going to be a different climate. It's it's going to be a different situation. The like you say, the fans are going to be there. I, I'm pretty sure the fans have not been sort of to a European tour with Jill since the days of Calais. Um, so, yeah, of course, it's going to be exciting. I'm going. Um, I, I'll be going with with some of the boys. Um, so I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Um, I think it's going to be be excellent. You mentioned about the bonding, the fact of. What does that also bring bring for the fan base as well? Because obviously the fan base are now are now seeing a proper preparation put into place. They're able then to have a little have a little holiday to see Jules um, abroad in Italy. Matt, it's it's fantastic for the fans as well, isn't it?
1: Of course it is. I mean, ultimately, as as fans, all we want is is that little bit of extra access to our team, and by obviously allowing us to be able to go out and and spend time watching them play some football and hopefully uh, w- win a game while they're out there uh, is absolutely excellent. You know, like I said, I- every fan just wants to be that little bit closer to our team. And this is that chance for us to get that little bit closer. And I, all I can say is all credit to Jules for, for allowing us to to be able to go out there and do that.
0: Yeah, 100 percent. OK, um, yeah, let's let's sort of move on from from the from the late Como. Um, yeah, the Friday night news uh, or the Friday afternoon news. Um We sort of it was teasers throughout the day and, or on the night before. Brad got involved a little bit and started like teasing with with obviously Joe. Um Then uh, then obviously the, the, there was a couple of teaser things on the Friday, and then the full full kit got revealed. I for one, to be fair, never ever ever expected the white to be on top of the blue. Um. Never expected it at all, but I think it's a stunning, stunning kit. What do What do you think, Matt?
1: They, I, when I, I first, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Can you hear? Hopefully, you can hear me. Okay. Um. Honestly, when Got when, when I first saw it, my initial thought was just wow. And the more I look at it, the more I fall in love with it. It is, it is gorgeous. I actually. Uh, it's not what I expected. I was expecting, you know, maybe a sort of a slash of uh, a dash of white here and there. But actually, the way it felt sort of fades from that dark blue into the white is just is, is brilliant. And Meg, hurry up and get them on order because I want to buy one now.
0: <laughs> I was why? Why was I waiting for you to? I, I was as soon as the kit come, the the kit subject come out, and I saw. Meg, um, who does who does commercial with the football club, I saw her listening, and I knew I knew it was coming from you, saying about ordering the kit. I knew it was happening. Well-
1: <laughs> do, do, do you know what I've got? I've got to say, my mum used to always say, us, "If you don't ask, you don't get." So, <laughs> but no, I, I, obviously, yeah. I believe, uh, I believe uh, that they're they're hopefully going to try and get here before uh, obviously the, the 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 trip away, uh, which will be absolutely brilliant. So a, again, you know, I think they're going to fly off the shelves. I'm really interested in to see, obviously, what the other two kits are going to be—the away and the, uh, the this third choice. Uh, but I can tell you uh, right now that. That, that blue kit is absolutely stunning, And in fact, um, I'm, I'm going to quote uh, somebody else here, but it, it looks like a championship winning kit.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, um, there's obviously a couple of points I was going to make, was that I noticed that some some people were sort of, oh, I don't really get this like, teaser video or whatever else. I, for one, I tell you now, I'm much, it, it just makes us look so much more professional when it's done that way rather than a, a a silly little brochure with some generated kits that you don't even you can't even see what the kit looks like. Um and that's been like that for the past ten years that we've opened up a season ticket brochure when when buying the scene tickets and, and then a generate like a generated picture of the kit is on there. How much better is it to see an actual teaser video like that for the kit? Oh do you know
1: what I love that. I actually love the little video. I think it's great to see. again it it's kind of moving with the times. Uh, obviously, a lot of the clubs are, are, are when they, you know, announce players, when they announce any kits, they're always doing something a bit different. And it always felt like we were kind of being left behind. It was a great video, by Block. I've got to say, well done, Block. Um, uh, I Can't wait to see there's some more that you do. Hopefully, obviously, with the the uh, second and, and third kits to come. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a great video. Um, on, honestly, I, I felt you know sort of goosebumps while watching it, and uh, I loved a lot of the shots. And we've got obviously a great sponsor now. Obviously, uh, Bowver will come obviously uh come to sponsor us and it looked great on the front of the shirt as well
0: yeah i think it does i think it looks really really smart doesn't it yeah. i think the sort of the, the, the size of the sponsor and, and i think the sponsor really does suit the shirt um yeah obviously it's the end of it's the end of memes but it's a it's a new beginning with with belleville um that I I think it's a two year deal. I read. I think it's two years. I think I saw. Yeah, I saw. Um, I
1: saw multi year deal. So I'm, I, I, yeah, what I'm what I read. pretty
0: sure. It, I think it's a couple. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that 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 that's fantastic, isn't it? Is that they're obviously a business in Medway. Um, one of the big they're, one, they're one of the biggest companies.
1: Well. Yeah, one of the biggest companies in yeah. Medway.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're doing they're doing very very well. I know they do a lot of work with Chatham Town, so it's. It, it's great to see again, like another local business buying into the football club, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and and that's what we want. And and Brad made the point, obviously, when uh, when he did that interview uh, during the uh, the Leicester game, and he said, you know, there's what is it, hundred or thousand businesses in Ken, you know, and we've only tapped into a small percentage. Come on, let's get out there, and and and, and I think. And look, this is, uh, I don't want to say anything bad about Mr Scally because I, I still believe that without him, we wouldn't have a football club right now. But but it got to a point where he wasn't, he was only reaching out to his, his mates, you know, all the people that had, had uh, sort of sponsored us previously. I, I'm now hearing that, you know, there's a lot of different, more companies that are coming in and saying, look, we want to sponsor Gillingham Football Clubs because we believe that, believe in this project in fact they don't just believe in the project they also believe in in sort of the the team behind the scenes then and, and obviously they're doing something right getting these guys in and look with the new advertising balls we've got going going in that's going to help the club massively because we can advertise 20 times the amount of uh of companies that we were advertising before so that's extra revenue for the club which can go on to hopefully make our food stalls better get a better quality merchandise in improve the playing squad everything about this is, is brilliant and ultimately we all know football clubs is football clubs. Ultimately, are, are businesses first. They they need to make money, but they need to make money because they need to improve and they need to grow. and And this is the best thing that 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 we've I've seen for a while. They're really getting out there. Uh, I even know that uh, my my club that I work for the the golf club. We had a phone call from from Gillingham the other day saying, "Would you like to come and sponsor us?" Which is great. Which means they're getting out there. And, and I said, I can, I can only think of it as good things for this football club. And the more. Uh, companies out there that get behind us, the further we will go. Because let's say that would just help us so so much.
0: Yeah, a comment a comment from from Lou Lewis. He said, "As a football club, Jules are now lights ahead of well, uh, lights are now light years ahead of where we were before the takeover. Back in blue and white is the icing on the cake." Yeah, I think that's another factor, isn't it? About the kit, Matt, is that we've always been blue and white. We've never been this black and blue or red and whatever yellow and whatever else we've always i I know yellow has been the away kit of course but sort of the home kit it's
1: always yeah blue and white kind of it's always
0: been blue and white isn't
1: it it's that there are colors you know they're 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 on our crest at the end of the day um that they they are the sort of renowned you know whenever you think of Geneva football club you think of us playing in, in blue and white and to go back to that I, I, I loved and I said I just think the, the way it was designed I thought was perfect I loved the 130 years little logo on the back of the game which is great and uh, as I say it really does look like a championship winning kit
0: yeah for sure for sure uh, he's, he's here uh, Owen Stanley's
1: here did, did he hear me saying that comment earlier is that what it was it
2: made,
0: <laughs> it I mean good evening mate how are you
2: hello it's good to be back
0: it is good to be back, mate. It is good to be back. Um, yeah, we were just talking about Como and the kit and everything else. Um, yeah, all right. Obviously, me and Neil are down at Como uh, with a couple of couple of the other boys. Um, yeah, just give your thoughts on. I suppose us having a proper preseason for once.
2: <laughs> yeah, we we have obviously the I thought I call it a boring schedule because preseason is what it is, but we tend to just play the normal Kent side, you know, Dartford Zebs of the World folks and whatever else and sometimes on your know, occasion, like last, last year we get a nice little Premier League or good sized championship side come to Priestfield and it's always a nice experience for the players and good to see some, you know, good players play at Priestfield. I think it's a half scored a couple in that game last year. Um but yeah, this is this is completely different. Um it's an incredible opportunity for fans to go and follow um follow the jewels in a different country and you know from what I've seen in pictures, Como, Lake Como looks like a, you know, beautiful little place in Italy. Um obviously there's some Medway links, if you like, with Louis Binks being there. I don't know if we actually get up <clears throat> we might not end up playing Como, but you know, he plays for them. So I suppose that's something um set so is there as well, I believe. So it's a nice little um coop for us to have. Obviously when we spoke to Hesse he said it was nice to get the players out of the natural surroundings of uh, beachings and being in Medway. So it'll be a great experience for us as fans to go over there, explore the city, obviously watch the open training session and then the game itself, that, whoever that's against. And yeah, for the players as well, I'm sure at you know, the end of last season, we were in such good form and the players were talking about the bonding and everything that goes on to make a winning team. I think a trip across Europe will certainly aid that as well in the upcoming season. Yeah, Owen, I mean, we were talking about, obviously,
0: the, the bonding side of it as well. Which is that a lot of successful teams are based off, um, obviously, how they bond off the pitch. This is a perfect situation for, for Neil Harris to bond that new squad of players that he's going to have um, in the season, obviously, for the season and and hopefully some new signings to go with it when they go out there.
2: Yeah, obviously, we're we're hoping for... Some news soon. Obviously the window I think opens uh this Wednesday, I think maybe the Wednesday after I'm not entirely sure. But um yeah, it's that time of the year, isn't it, when everyone's hearing different names every day. There was a particular one on Friday which um was a bit of a damp squid in the end, wasn't it? But it's all fun and games. Um yeah, it it will be good. And obviously obviously we'll have new players by then and it's still a month or so away and yeah, we'll look forward to that and it'll be good to get them into the integral group and everyone to be together in a in a different place than just Medway and yeah, get used to knowing people outside of the actual pitch as well and build up relationships that way. And it's um, yeah, it certainly shows the preparation that we want to take this season in comparison to recent ones where it, it shows a clear sign of intent of what we want to do. It's something that, you know, you see a lot of championship clubs usually go on these sort of pre-season tours. But even more recently, I think it might have even been Fleetwood. I think they might have gone to Como themselves. I think it was last summer. And you know, they ended up having a really respectable League One campaign. So people might not read into it too much. I think it's another preseason game, but I think it is something that is gonna help and hopefully we'll see the uh we'll see the benefits of that when the season does come around.
0: Okay. Um then we move on to about the kit, I mean. Um, oh, what a beauty. Well, there's your reaction then.
2: <laughs> yeah, Tom Nichols yeah. clearly been working on his hair, but uh, yeah, on the kit, um that's um yeah, it's um, one we've been waiting on for a little while now. I know um, Meg's listening, uh, her and Joe obviously did a fantastic job along with everyone else who, who designed it, you know, the owners and things like that. And I've said on this podcast before when we've had talks about kits, we've had some bloody boring kits over the past few years. You know, you look back to the GFC leisure days when we were getting cheap kits from, you know, away places and you could tell that in the product and it wasn't, Particularly nice on the eye, it was very basic, it was very boring. And I haven't bought a kit since the Edinburgh season. Um, god rest his soul, obviously, four years this week since his passing. Um, yeah, I, got, I think it was the season we nearly made um, the top three and didn't end up making the playoffs. And it was a nice little kit that year, but since then, I don't think we've really had one that's you know really piqued my interest. I like the centenary one that we had with the black and white, but even then i think that was one that looked better in practice than it did in actual form so it's good to see we've we've gone um uh, gone to MacCon again with a nice design a clean design obviously we don't know what the other two look like yet but if the first one's anything to go by it's going to look really really nice and yeah it's just nice to see that we're not the you know the gfc leisure cheap easy route sort of kit manufacturers anymore not that we manufacture it but design is what i mean and, yeah, it looks really, really nice. And it's obviously been worth the wait to to get it sorted and get it delivered. And, yeah, it just looks really, really good. I'm glad we've gone back to white shorts and white socks as well. I think that brings out the whole flavour of the kit really nicely. Um, I heard Matt say just before I think I joined it, it's a championship winning kit. I think he probably would have said that if we were in a bin bag. But still, it's... Uh... <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh...
1: I-, I 100% agree with you. We'd, we'd still win if we were in a bin bag. Yeah, <laughs> obviously it would ha- it would ha- it would have to be a blue uh, a blue bin bag. But yeah, we'd still win the league in a blue bin bag, guaranteed.
0: <laughs> so there you go. So because I, I, because I, I, I've I've seen some of the players are listening tonight already. To be fair, if we win the league, I reckon they should all just now bring out blue bin bags. If like on the final day, just for Matt's sake.
1: Oh, do you, do you know what? Right? If if they do that, that would be the greatest thing in in the history of <laughs> and 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 I'll pay each of them a hundred pounds.
0: There you go. Yeah. There,
2: all right. There you go. Hundred quid. Yeah. <laughs> well, know, if, if if a kit reflects reflects performance, we may as well just wear the same kit we're wearing for the first half of last season. <laughs> oh.
1: Oh, that uh, one. One thing, obviously, uh, there was a comment I actually I, I picked up on the other day. I think Joe replied to, uh, saying obviously about having uh, sp- uh, short sponsors and sort of sock sponsors, and um, and obviously I think the, the clue was you've not seen the back of the shorts yet. So again, that that that's something else to to, to look forward to. So we we might have a sort of a couple, another couple of sponsors on the uh, on the books there. So yeah, honestly, the, the kit looks great. The blue and white, hundred percent. Meg, take my money.
0: All right, fair enough. Um, yeah, Owen, also like laughing on the kit as well. It's nice to see some effort put in into a video, isn't it? Rather than just some boring old pictures that look like they've been done on paint on Microsoft.
2: Yeah, I remember, just like I was saying, with the difference in um, you know, what we're doing now compared to what we were. I remember when we used to do kit reveals by having some really small PDF inside a programme just to show what it might look like, and it was really poor. Um yeah, obviously, the video was really well done by Block, obviously, who helped us do our live podcasts, and we know how good they are, and yeah, it was it was quite funny, really, given, you know, if you read all the social media rumours over the week, and what seemed to be, in some people's minds, a foregone conclusion about who might be in that kit on Friday, obviously, it did not materialise that way, um, I think we knew it was Tom uh, the day before, when, um, well, let's just say, when the um, clues came out from the Block photo, and uh yeah, I won't say how I know, but um, yeah, it was a lot better design and a lot better design in terms of how we actually went about doing it because, you know, I've seen some kit releases this year where the clubs tweet out and they just say, oh yeah, 10am tomorrow the kit and then at 10am it's just a picture of the kit. It's nice that we've actually gone to some sort of effort to show it and show how proud we are of, of it and show what it means and what it represents and I think that's done really well and I think, again, Credit to Meg Joe and everyone else involved in that to, to make it possible.
0: Okay. Um yeah, like you say, I mean obviously bit of a damn squid. It weren't a- Alfie Main it, uh, obviously from from reports that have come out this afternoon, it he looks like he's he looks like he's heading to Chelton. Um which in the grand scheme of things really is not really a surprise um in terms of staying at League One. Um a faulty I know there were rumours of Derby and everything else, but I'd be surprised if he headed north. I know they're not really, really north north, but to be fair, like I think in a grand scheme of things, he's going to be south. The only reason I, I I thought he may not head to Charlton is because they're still having ownership issues, um, and I think had we been in League One this season, I think we'd have, we'd have won the race already. Um, yeah, I, I suppose. Um, yeah, I mean uh, the Alfie May situation. I suppose sum it up the best you can. It's I, I suppose it's one of those ones that it's. Yeah, I suppose we do have the finances now. I guess to walk into sort of any League what League Two or League One club and go thank you very much, but uh, I suppose it's also one of those cases where money doesn't money doesn't buy you everything, does it? We, we've still got to suppose remember that we are still a League Two football club. Um, and I suppose some players just maybe don't want to play, play in League Two at the moment.
2: No, well, I, I mean, in terms of the situation, we haven't bid for him, ever, So I don't think it really is a situation. But, um, yeah, I, no one knows where all these rumours originally surfaced from. Obviously, once someone gets wind of it, it spreads like wildfire. But that's just the nature of, you know, the transfer window and people wanting to have something to get excited about. I remember last summer with the whole, um, uh, what was his name, Paul McCallum, that was one where people were convinced it was going to happen and he ended up saying at Dagenham, I think he went to Chesterfield and now he's doing in a national league. So, you know, in hindsight, probably a good thing, but yeah, it's a strange one with him really. I can see both sides as to why he might come here, but why he wouldn't. Um, Cholton have, you know, I think they are being taken over by, I think it's actually the guy from the Sunderland documentary who has that meme about the EDM or whatever it was, I can't remember his name, but I've been a bit of a club who have sort of stagnated a lot over the last couple of years. They're in league one, but they're not really pushing either way. And maybe he looks at us and thinks, well, if I go there, I'll raise their promotion chances by a lot because of my ability." And obviously you see the form we had in the end of last season. You might just think, well, if I go there, then I'll probably be in the same league as Charlton anyway. But at the same time, it's local either way. Maybe he wants to stick with league one. Maybe he's willing to take the job. We don't really know. Um, but yeah, as it was stated by Cheltenham's um, uh, journalist, or I can't remember his name, but um, there was certainly interest in January. There was floating interest this summer so far, but until we get to put a bid in for him, there's not really much to go on, really. We obviously don't know what the amount is that Cheltenham had accepted. And then, But even then, I saw um, the South East London journalist who represents Cheltenham and uh, Millwall, He said, as far as he knew, um, there wasn't a bid accepted yet. So that contradicts what the Cheltenham person said. But yeah, again, I think we are shopping in a different market, and we should be able to believe that these sort of targets could be attainable. But I think that's still just getting used to the idea of where we are now. And when I think of players like Alfie May, are still in the back of my mind, think, well, we're drilling and we haven't got any money. Why would he come here? But then obviously you remember. But if if we don't get him, if we even go for him, it's still you know, we've made one signing. in and it's probably one of the most important ones we're going to make this summer and that was straight after the Salford game. So we've still got a lot of time to get business done. There's a lot of good strikers out there. Uh, when we did our wish list at the end of the last podcast, we mentioned Alfie May right at the end. I think Matt did, but not particularly as a one you'd put down as majorly realistic. I think we've other players in there. So we're going to we're gonna make good signings. If we don't get Alfie May, if we don't even try for him, then it's not, you know, the end of the world it would be nice, obviously. I think it would be nice for... Any League Two club, or even League One for that man to have Alfie May, but it's not attainable for everyone, obviously. And if he goes to Chelten, and he goes to Chelten, but um, yeah, there'll definitely be other targets out there, and yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll bring in some good players before the end of the summer. Matt, you've got your hand up.
1: Yeah, so look, I, I've got to say this. I, I, I believe uh, be- before, obviously, all the kit and the bill, I You know, yes, I, I would have loved to uh, have got Alfie May. Um, uh, but, but up until a couple of days ago, honestly, I would have believed that the chances of us signing him was probably around the 30% mark. But I actually think it's gone up, and, and I'll explain why, and you guys can tell me I'm wrong. But um, is it McCauldrick, the guy who's gone to Notts County from Derby? Um, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. I I think that move... Is signifying to a lot of other players that League Two is going to actually be a really, really good league next year. The standard of the football will be good because that's a that's a really big signing, and and I think the fact that Knox County have managed to pull that off. I know, obviously, yeah, you know, he's a he's a boyhood fan of that club. He he played for them when he was younger. That's part of the reason why he's going to go back there. But I just think with with that signing, the chances of us potentially getting someone like an Alfie May. That's going to go up a lot. That's going to, it's going to take us over sort of the 50-60% mark. I think the, the chances are going to be a lot higher. Now, yes, we are shopping in a different market. And do you know what? Um, Neil might look at Alfie and go, do you know what? I'm sorry, he's not the type of player for me. But whoever it, that player is, that Alfie May quality kind of player, I believe we've got much, much better chance now of signing. And not just because we've got Brandon Shannon in place, but because I think the quality in League 2 is actually going to jump up massively next year. Just because of the likes of Notts County and Wrexham, we're going to bring in, bring in all sort of, all these other players. Other clubs are going to want to do that, do And that means players are actually going to look at that and go, this is going to be a really good challenge and a really good option for me to go to, uh, for my career.
2: So why not go to a League Two team? I, I think the Goldrick's a different case, really, though, just because of what you mentioned about him being a boyhood Notts County fan. Obviously, he was offered the contract at the Derby, but he made them well aware that he wanted to, go back and play for them. He's probably going to retire there for them. But I mean, it is a hell of a signing. It really is. I mean, he's two years ago, he was scoring goals in the Premier League. I think it's just, you know, they might, they might lose Langstaff. They might not. I think they are going to lose Rodriguez by what it sounds like. I think funnily enough, he might actually be going to Derby. But I think in terms of the Goldrick, I think he's any other league two club then Knox County. I don't think he leaves Derby. I think it's just a case of his age, boyhood club, you know they've just got promoted. Would he have gone to them if they'd lost the playoff final? No. But given they're now back in the Football League and I'm sure it's a dream for him personally for him to get promoted with Knox County. So I can see why that happened. But yeah, we haven't seen any from, from Richmond yet, which is weird considering they're the moneybags this division, but I'm sure we well, will. Well, I think, I think they're it. actually looking at Max Powell, as I saw earlier. had made about 45 championship appearances for um, Wigan last year. So, yeah.
1: I was obviously Vex have done obviously officially signed Foster for another year, uh, but yeah, apart from that. But obviously, the, you know, we are literally just at the start of the window. There's there's still a good fair few weeks to go, you know, of, of this window, and th- it will start rolling. But I can just imagine, um, you know, obviously. Wrexham are going to want to spend big. You're going to get um, Bradford. Are... Sorry, my have just to start barking. Uh, you know, even like Bradford are going to want to spend big. You're going to go. you have got some big clubs now in this league, and I just I can just think that that the the standing and quality in League Two will go up. But I don't think the refereeing standard and quality will go up at all. But I think the playing quality will, and I just think that gives clubs like Gillingham a chance to attract you know a lot lot better players than what we're used to.
0: Yeah, I suppose the week I mean, do we have to be? Do we have to be careful that we don't get drawn into a situation where we look at other clubs around us, like Notts County, like Wrexham? Um, obviously, you, I suppose you can throw Milton Keynes in there as well. Um, that we're not drawn into a situation where big names are starting to be signed, and, and we don't go right. Okay, I suppose we'll, we'll, we'll. All right, we'll throw our weight around, and and because we've got a little bit of. Firepower in terms of finances behind us, we'll go and buy him and him and him, and we've got to sort of play it in terms of no, we've got our list, we'll stick by our list, we'll, we'll we'll go for plan A. If we can't get plan A, we'll go to plan B, and
2: and so forth. Well, that's a good difference when you have money, isn't it? Because you say there about going from plan A to plan um, B last year, the starting solution was to be like, All right, let's look at plan A, no B, no C, no. All right, we'll start at plan D and then we'll end up with plan F. Um, but I don't think, I think if you're looking to get promotion and your main focus is looking at what other teams are doing and you're not doing it right, I think you have to have your own, set your stall out. Um, I'm sure there's players we probably could have signed in January if we played, played a little bit more, but we didn't want to. And But, you know, when we, when we spoke to Hester, you did mention that sometimes because teams know you have more money than you did before, you might have to pay a little bit more than you'd want to. But, if that's the price that it takes to to get in someone that you think could win your promotion then it might be worth it in the end but obviously we don't know until that time I don't think they're going to really as in Neil Kenny Hess are really going to care what you know North County Wrexham you know Bradford have uh, tied down Andy Cook I believe but they're not a team that really fazes me too much because they've had money for the whole time they've been in League 2 in this city so I just think we're going to go and focus on what we want to do you know you, you never know who we're going to even looking at you know the Alfie May thing came out. Obviously, it wasn't true because we haven't bid for him. But I think the club do quite well these days to keep certain things on the wraps. You know, no one knew really about the lapsy thing until it happened. Um, There's some other signings in January that sort of came out of the blue. Um and, and yeah, I think yeah, we could all be sitting here saying, like, oh, I'm gutted, the, the Alfie May thing wasn't true. And then like, tomorrow we could sign May Taylor or something like that and think, oh, never mind. I will stress, I don't know anything about that. I'm just being hyper- hyperbolic. But, um, yeah, I, d- I don't think either of them, everyone involved in the club are really going to have too much interest in what everyone else is doing. It'll be having a list of targets, which I'm sure is very deep and very long. And it actually, that's, that's what you get when you have people like Kenny and in the room, people who can advise and lean on experience to make these lists of targets and know that maybe we're not going to get them all. I mean, when people make lists of like a a-level targets, I'm not sure they look at them and think okay, we'll definitely get all of them. It's just that uh, we'd ideally want this person's first choice, but when you have the money and when you have the budget to look in a higher market, your B or C option probably would have been our A option in you know a couple of years before because that was all we could afford. But even then, it's probably still going to be a good level of player. and We'll have to see what we end up with. Um, um, yeah, Hopefully, we do get someone in this week or very soon because it's a bit boring, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Go, on, Matt. Are you do you want
2: to? Oh, 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 I was just gonna say, uh,
1: oh, oh, not 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 obviously. Alfie May would be a great signing, but I've got to say that I think there's another two names that uh, we, we, we're failing to mention. Uh, one being obviously Ben Thompson. There is a chance, obviously, he might want to link back up with Neil, and again, that would be a brilliant signing for Jules. But uh, the, the the one that, that I, again, I'd love to see him, but I think is a hypothetical dream, uh, especially for him to drop down to this uh, R level. Would be the return of Jordan Graham. Got to say that that that's something I would love to see.
0: Yeah, yeah. There is, I, I think I think Thompson will happen. I think Thompson will happen. I I hope it
1: does. Football.
0: He's not kicked to football for people all season. Um, and 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 for me, why would you not want to just drop drop down on division? Go and play regular football week in, week out, and is and play for
1: a manager he, that, that really wants you.
0: Yeah, and I think he's a perfect replacement for McDonald as well. I know he's not. Yeah. A, he, I know he's not an out and out winger, but if we're playing in a diamond, I, I think he's a perfect midfielder to play in that diamond. He's got everything. He's got everything. I
1: think that. is going to be a big personality in the dressing room. So that, that's actually going to leave quite a big hole. But somebody like Ben Thompson coming in, I think, could, could again, feel that kind of personality, that leadership role in the dressing room. Uh, you know, he knows Neil, like the back of his hand. I, I think that would be, a, 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 again, I'm, I'm pretty confident it, it's a signing that could happen. But until it's officially happened and, and he's, you know, wearing our white and blue kit, uh, I, I, you know, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to sort of count, count the chickens, obviously, in, in, until they've all hatched.
0: Yeah, um, sort of last thing to sort of round it off that um, Brad Brad um, spoke to spoke to Kent online um, uh, lost uh, a couple of days ago actually, and he was he was asked about his expectations for the season, um, and and he he basically just said the expectations next year are huge. It's good and it's bad, right? You know, Gallanton saved save the club. And it could go to Galton's out if we're not careful. It's definitely not going to happen, Brad. <laughs> we know we know the expectations. We're thrilled about it, and we know we'll know we'll work the best we can to fulfil the dream, the dreams the fans have. Our expectation is promotion. We may not attain it, but we'll try. It's like a double edged sword because if you're fifteenth uh, mid season, that's better than it was last time. But that's not what our expectation is. It's interesting to see how it pans out. Um, Owen, yeah, you know, I, sup- I suppose that. The expectation is going to be that we are are to get straight out of this division. Um, yeah. What I suppose until we see what we sign, we can't sort of go right. Okay, yeah, we're definitely going to be up there. But I suppose on current evidence, on on, on current second half of the season with the squad that we've already got, we'll, we'll probably at least at least be in and around the playoffs already.
2: Yeah, you'd hope so. Obviously, as you say, it's without knowing who we're going to have in this season, it's near and impossible to say we're going to be here, there or wherever. Um, I think the form towards the end of the last season, obviously, will give the existing players a lot of confidence going into this one. Um, I'm quite a firm believer that teams that end the season well start the next one well because they carry on that wave, so to speak. Um, Obviously, we've got to sort out the away form. That is paramount because it was, as well as we were doing second half of the season, the away form wasn't really much better than it was in the first half of the season. I know we won a couple of games and that was our only couple of games that we won away, um, but it still wasn't anywhere near good enough and if you want to get promoted out this division, you've got to do it at home and away and that's something we've got to make sure we improve on because if we don't, then we're not going to be getting promoted. It's as simple as that. Um, but, yeah, I get why the expectation is what it is, but until we know who's coming in and I think we know basically everyone who's gone out now, I think, you know, Titonda is still the only one who's still in negotiations if you like, but I, I think that's probably going to be him going out the door. Um, it might just be a case of he's already agreed that he's not staying. He's just waiting for him to find a club so we can do a uh, announcement at the same time that whoever when whoever he signs for announces it. But um, yeah, I think given the team we've got at the minute, we're not going to lose anyone else. I wouldn't have thought. We know everyone who's gone. We know that we're going to get players in. It's just a case of who are they and what massive impact can they hopefully have on the team? And we'll find that out when when push comes to shove and the season starts and we have an actual squad together. Um. But yeah, there's 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 reason to be cautiously optimistic, I suppose, but when I know a lot of fans, when they see other teams making a lot of signings, they're like, where's ours, where's ours, but it's key to remember that we've already got a big crux of a squad already, I think we've got 14 people already, and we need a lot less than we did in the summer last year, in the January last year, because last summer we had to build essentially a brand new team, and then that was really bad, so we had to do go into January and change the team again, and it's not that situation this summer, which is really nice to have. I mean, everyone gets excited by signings, but we don't need to make a load of signings just for the sake of making a load of signings and making people happy. It's a case of choosing your moments wisely, choosing the right players, and then adding to the core of all the existing squad because they've already got a pretty decent side for this level, really. You look at the players who came in and made really good impact. Joe, how good was Nichols, for example? What a signing he has been. Lapsley blew hot and cold at times, but I think overall we made a positive impact. Hawkins got himself a couple of goals. And you know, Conor Martin, we, we know how good he is, and obviously, not forgetting that Lewis Walker is now fully fit, so that's the striker sort of situation already sorted out for next year. We don't need anything right.
0: waiting for it.
2: I'm just saying, <laughs> but yeah, it's it. as I said, I, I get why fans want signings and they want announcements and things like that but it's key, very key to remember that we need a lot less players than we do um, l- last year for example. I think m- people much before us to have six or whatever signings this year and make the right signings then just make you know 12 or 14 and have a situation where you know six or seven of them don't work out and it's just been a waste and I think that's what we'll see. I think we'll see smart signings or I think we'll see, see signings that are going to make the difference rather than just a hand for the signings that you know a basement budget and just there because we have no other options and we're signing people for the sake of it. But yeah, of course the optimistic we obviously can't say too much until we know who we're actually working with.
0: Yeah, for enough. Matt Yes, yeah, yeah give I suppose yeah give us your thoughts on 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 what Owen sort of just said and, and what Brad Brad said about his expectations.
1: I mean, here's the thing. Obviously, you guys all know what I believe. Uh, when it, Whenever it comes to Jules, we're always going to win every single game and we're always going to win. That's my belief as a Jules fan. When I think, you know, uh, obviously, realistically, yes, of course, I think next year we've got as much chance as all the other teams in the league have right now of winning the league next year. Every- everyone's got the same equal chance. Nobody's kicked a ball. Not many players, you know, team players have signed for for respective clubs yet. You know, we, we won't know really until the first game, sort of where we stand. But but Brad's right. Him coming in uh, has given that lift to the club. It gave us a lift at the end of the last season. You looked how well we did though that those last four months of the season. You know, it was promotion uh, promotion form. And Brad's going to want that. You know, Brad's going to expect that. He's going to expect, you know, for us to carry on how we started the last game. And every single fan is because we have now starting to get used to it. We're starting to get used to winning. And we're starting to get used to going to Priestfield on a Saturday, knowing that whatever team turns up, we're going to have a right good go at them. And, you know, really put on a performance. OK, yes, our away form wasn't great, but towards the end of the season, it did start to get better. The expectation, though, you know, the, this is where Neil will come in. He, he will talk to his players. He will get them to forget about it, you know, to, to just concentrate on the game ahead. Um, and ultimately, that's all, all we can do as fans is just get behind them for the, you know, for the for the season ahead. Support them home away. Keep shouting, singing, you know, whatever players we bring in. Let's get behind them. Let's say welcome them on social media. Let's do everything we can to make this club as good as it can behind the scenes, and then the players will do it on the pitch.
0: Yep. Okay. Cool. Cool. Good way to round it off. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we've, we've nearly got, well, just, just over, just over 45 minutes out of that. So pretty good going. Um, yeah, that's, that's our first podcast of the summer done then. Um, yeah, we, we sort of releasing content when we sort of get it and, and, uh, and when we come, when, when news arrives and everything else, then, then we'll, we'll react to it and do a podcast on it and whatever else. Um, we are going to be doing a a podcast out in Como, me you and Owen. Um, it might be audio, it might be video format. We're not too sure yet, depending on sort of the situation out there. So, but we will. I'd say it's going
2: to be a video, and I already yeah. know where we're going to do it.
0: yes, oh, the, uh, it's going to be there's... a video of us standing in front of the lake. Is that right?
2: Uh, yeah, it's actually Naboo because it's there's a place there uh, where they filmed the closing scene of Attack of the Clones. So I'm going to go and find that, and we're going to do it there.
0: There you go, then. Perfect. All right. So there you go. There's the announcement. We're gonna we're gonna do a video format podcast. Um, there out in out in Como when once we're out there. But hopefully, we hopefully we'll have some news and on, on signings in in the next coming weeks. Uh, more kits, more kits coming and everything else. Um. So yeah. Um. Stay tuned for for more content. Uh. And as always, lastly, all the chills. Good night.